when we did like the tumbles and shit? No, 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 no. Oh, because that would that was fun. No, I just I just wanted to go to a gymnastics. Oh class. fuck, because that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was super fun until until my, you until tore my hands your exploded. Fucking. <laughs> Be live all right well, not really live oh well we're kind of live <laughs> you and i are live yes yeah when they hear this they won't be live no how goes it eric it's going how have you been since the last time i saw you you know um i played a little golf today so that Ooh. was pretty good oh and as a check-in because I, I know i told you to keep tabs on me i'm considering my golf game a workout so i've worked out twice this week <laughs> how dare you don't laugh that's it I mean, that's fine. That's awesome, <laughs> right? Good job. Thank you. In uh, being active in, in any capacity. Thank you. But what a weird thing to be like, oh, man, I'm, I guess I got to golf. Yeah. Go golfing for my it's, exercise it's today. It's stressful. Golf is stressful. I, I, had to, I had to use my adductors and my hip flexors and quads and glutes. You might want to check your golf form. I, I, I definitely need to check the golf form. Billy Madison. Oh, I, I have. You take two steps for your swing? I have actually crushed one that way. <laughs> I have actually crushed one that way. And then I, I slipped and fell another time. But it was important. the important part is I crushed one that way. All right. That's yeah. fine. So uh, today, um, I would like to talk about keeping your routine fresh. Ooh, fresh to death. Yeah, fresh to death. Um, so during this pandemic, obviously it gets harder to keep a routine to start. Yep. Um, but once you have one and if you are limited to equipment or limited to programming, it becomes redundant or repetitive and you're kind of like, mm, I don't want to do this anymore and <laughs> looking for something else to do. And so um, I reached out on our Instagram account to see what other people were doing as far as keeping their routine fresh. Um, but before we get into those, I want to talk about you, what you and I do to keep our routine fresh. And um, so for me, um, I've been in and out of routines just because, you know, I, with work and having that laziness coming home. Um, but when I was working on, when I was training, I think for me to keep my routine fresh, I was throwing it back to like barbell training and going back through the motions of when you're in a beginner's class and you're just using, you're just using your barbell to snatch cleans, squats, deadlifts, etc. Um, and it really helped me hone in on finding my faults, especially in my lifts. Um, there, there'd be some days where I, you know, would crush 135 and then there'd be days where 135 would crush me. And it's like, it's the same lift, but you could feel where your positioning was off or you could feel where your pull was off or where your, your, the acceleration through your hips was off. And so, you know, going back and breaking it all down and going through the barbell helped me not be frustrated and get upset with myself for not feeling consistent in my lift. And, and therefore, it also allowed me to open the door into recycling program, which helps me keep my routine fresh, whether it be your programming or another coach's programming. programming uh, you know, it, it just helped me move through that process of not being stuck in a, a repetitive cycle. As far as you, I mean, I know you've had half your time stuck at home and half your time at a gym. How how have you kept your routine fresh? <laughs> uh, man, I'm going to be totally honest. I feel like I'm a very bad example of this, this whole thing. <laughs> I mean, I, I've said it before. I have a coach. Like, I've hired a coach to to work with me and try and, you know, plan for my my training from from there so that way i don't i don't have to do it yeah um you know that's that's what i do for a living i don't want to necessarily do it for myself 
um, which sounds weird. No, not at all. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. I, I, I mean, we'll roll with it. I, I think you. I, I mean, I said this <laughs> upstairs earlier. Like, you can't. You can program for someone else, but it's harder to program for yourself. Yeah, very yeah. much so. He is there to help me just have something that I need to follow along with, and somebody that I know that I, I can trust them to, you know, him to give me something to do. When it comes to when it comes to like trying to stay fresh, when we when we talked about this, I was kind of thinking about it, and I was like, well, what what do I do? Mm-hmm. And going back to what I said earlier, of I think I'm a really bad example <laughs> is. Uh, I don't really change my things up all that much. Yeah. Right. So I, I train, like I've trained for CrossFit, right? That's, right. that's kind of the, the goal. And so within that, there's already a huge variations of like mm-hmm. what you can do yeah. and what you need to try train and work for. So for me, my training will just kind of revolve around, you know, competition time or, revolve around like what do i need to work on so at the moment like i'm doing a lot more like strength work because Mm -hmm. my numbers are terrible and i need to get stronger i need to i don't necessarily need to focus so much on the 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 cardio side because i'm okay at that yeah so that like that variation of just changing up like what the focus is throughout the throughout the cycle is enough for me to not get bored that's good so that like those those little variations are enough to keep me motivated and the most vanilla coach answer i'm about to give you yeah will kind of view or come back to what we were what we kind of talked about when we were talking about like staying motivated Mm -hmm. or like staying focused yeah i think that's a huge i don't want to i don't want to regurgitate everything that was talked about but i think that's a huge piece to staying or keeping your routine fresh in the idea of if you have kind of clear clear cut goals or like a you know somewhat laser focus and like what is it that you're trying to achieve Mm -hmm. You know the the you don't necessarily need to change it up all that much. I think I think I kind of think when when people get bored with it with whatever they're doing is more so because they didn't have a clear enough like goal or plan yeah. in mind. And so since if you if you don't have a, a, a you know a vision of the road that you're trying to travel, like right. anything any way that you go will get you there. Oh, that's, yeah. So yeah sweet coach answer right there that was a great vanilla coach answer i told um, you but i i mean i have to agree like you know going back to to the motivation thing you're right like it, it's it's very goal oriented when you follow a specific program like you you know if your goal is to dive into crossfit you know you you follow a program that gets you into crossfit if your goal is to compete you you follow a competition program if your goal is to become an olympic weightlifter in the elite level you're going to follow olympic weight olympic weightlifting which is probably the boring the most boring in my opinion oh how dare you it's fun but you're you're literally practicing three things hey that was probably one of my favorite well no not one of my favorite but so i'm gonna i'm gonna use me as an example i'm i'm Going back to what you said, I'm the kind of person that will get bored because I don't have that future sight of what I want the programming to be used for. Now, in 2016, I suffered a uh, shoulder injury where I uh, had a a dislocated shoulder, but it was anterior and posterior. I had a double dislocation (laughs) in one snatch movement. Are Are you saying a slap tear? I, I, that's not what the doctor told me. That, Are you sure? I, I don't remember, honestly. Was, a slap tear is superior labral, anterior, anterior to posterior. posterior. Yeah. Yeah, probably that one. Sure. Double dislocation. That's all they told me. Uh, they put it back in place by one fell pull of my arm and I was back to normal. But my 
goal at that point was to get back into weightlifting, get yep. back into CrossFit. And, you know, the doctors at the time told me, oh, you'll never lift again. So I was like, oh, I'm going to prove these motherfuckers wrong. Like, that seems like that's the, that's the case for every single injury that exists. Right? You'll never do this again. Yeah. And I don't know if they're, they're psychologically trying to motivate you or they're just being lazy fucks and telling you, oh, you're never going to do this again. So we're not going to waste the time to do your fucking PT. Like, so, you know, <laughs> my whole goal was like, all right, let me go through the PT. I went through the PT for the first two weeks and I was like, the, I, I'm literally doing, I'm getting nothing out of this. Like, yeah, I'm getting mobility back, but it's like, I, what, what can I do to strengthen it to go back to lifting? And when I would ask the PT nurses or the PTs, they would be like, oh, you know, just do this. Do I like, we've been doing this. How do I know if it's strengthening? And so following that, I got my weightlifting coach to help me out and he would write me specific like shoulder and lat and uh, like right arm mobility and movements and strength training um, on top of the PT. And then after that, he became my weightlifting coach and he kept it fresh for me in the sense that he made me start back over. Like he broke all my bad habits and that for me kept it fresh. And I think it came to a point where I decided to switch from CrossFit to Olympic weightlifting. Overall, switched my my thought process on on how I wanted to train. Okay. Um, but then I got bored, right? Then I got bored and I was like, man, I want to do CrossFit again. Everything you just said proved my point that Olympic weightlifting is it, boring. <laughs> well, wait, because... After after I left Olympic weightlifting, it wasn't boring. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Backtrack. I I found another coach. Um, oddly enough, his name was Ryan um, Zafino, and uh, he sounds handsome. Got me. <laughs> he's got a nice beard. Yes. Um, he got me back on the track of competitive CrossFit, which at the time I was like, you know, I don't even really want to compete, but I'll give this guy a shot. And I think that routine switched me up and I was just like, all right, like I, I got back into that competitive aspect again. And you know, the, the boredom was not there. Like it, it brought me back to life. It brought me back to the, the fitness, uh, lifestyle. And then I think my goal, and I even told you this was my goal was I want to fucking crush this year's open Yeah, compared to my last year. I want to crush this year's open and I did it and mm. I competed a couple times and I felt really good about myself. And then I got bored again. Yep. I didn't have any more goals. Yep. And then somewhere along the way, I dove into Olympic weightlifting or a hybrid style. And then I, I think I just fell off. And I was just like trying to figure out what the hell I need to do to freshen up my fitness, like my routine. I, I, I just, I got so bored with it. I, I didn't know what to do. And I think, I think it was... For me, I think it was a mental burnout of just being in the gym constantly. I agree with that. Yeah. I, I, you know, from coaching, lifting, training, coaching, it just repeated, repeated, repeated. I, I think it was just, I think for me, it was just a massive burnout. Yeah. I think, I, I definitely think that there's, there's case, there's a case to be had for that being a, a legitimate op, or a legitimate option mm-hmm. or effect, I guess. It's, it's very easy when, I mean, it's, it's easy for us to say, right. Having, having been in, you know, the training, the, the training world, both coaching and from the athlete side, um, when you're kind of inundated, inundated with it all day, every day, sometimes you just don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. And so I, th- I think with kind of staying on the idea of keeping things fresh, there's a really good point to 
trying like trying new things that just interest you within like within the health and fitness side. Mm-hmm. And that could be, I mean, that could be anything that is movement, right? Yeah. It could be yoga. It could be, I don't know, what's what slow moving things, tai chi, golf, golf, dude, golf. Uh, I will have you know, I work with a couple people who are who are golfers, um, not in the competitive side. They do it for fun, leisure. But man, that's that stuff. Like it can wreak some, wreak some havoc on the body. Oh man, I've I've twisted my back into figure eights playing golf, and I yeah. Oh god. Yeah, it's yeah. super wild. Yeah, uh, well, I've also done it running, so and walking my dog. So, <laughs> I mean, maybe not the golf problem. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I think I, I I think sometimes like within that, there's for one, you have to you have to have just in, just general enjoyment mm-hmm. for what it is that you're doing, yeah. and if it's starting to become a chore, I think then that's a, a sign that, or if it's becoming a chore and you are starting to like lose interest in it. That's more of a sign that the the rationale or the reason why you're doing it has been lost in some capacity and mm. you've fallen too far down like a rabbit hole in one direction. Yeah. I don't again, I know this I don't want to reiterate all of the things we talked about about like motivational based things, but reevaluating the whys of what you're doing, I think is gonna be really important. Plus, you know, sometimes you are doing stuff for a little while, like Maybe, maybe you do just need a little bit of a break from, from that general routine and do something different. I think a good example of stuff like that is like trying something new and like be a beginner again. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of fun, at least for me. Yeah. You know, like year, it's been a little bit since I've done this, but I had a buddy of mine who was really into like slacklining. Oh, wow. I was like, all right, cool. I mean, nothing crazy. It was like, you know, off between two trees type of things. Yeah. Uh, just a couple of feet off the ground. But I was like, I've never done this before. This is exciting. Like, let me try and do it. And I was not good. Fun fact. Uh, that's hard. It's super hard. I, I feel know. like I would totally eat shit on Slackline. It took me a minute. Like, it, it took me a minute to really figure it out. But it was, more, it was more so frustrating because, like, the two friends that I was with, they were, like, really good and, like, just really confident in mm-hmm. it. And then it's, like, me, like, newborn baby deer, like, vibrating <laughs> on top of this thing, just trying not to fall over or, yeah. like, slip. And it, like, slapped me in the crotch. Oh, God. Uh, I can imagine that would hurt, right? Yeah. Did it happen to you? No, no. Oh. Thank, thankfully, no. Yeah. I got lucky. My like weird thought process in like when I'm bored at a gym definitely gave me a little bit of help because I would be like, I wonder if I can stand on this thing and do a squat. Or I'd be like, I wonder if I can like do this thing with my eyes closed. I feel like we've tried that on uh, foam rollers. Oh, there, yeah. There's videos on my Instagram yeah. of me doing pistols on a foam roller. Yeah. Um, or on the end of a kettlebell, uh, or there's like videos of me doing like one arm, like one arm barbell snatches and like a, like a, what, like a windmill, like you would do with a kettlebell. Oh my God. Because why not? Why not? Weird stuff. I think I got lucky in my like play, what I like, I like to call play of just doing like weird stuff and be like, I wonder if I can do this and then seeing if I can, and then try and do it. And if I can't, I'm going to try and figure it out. It kind of helped me out with like slacklining, but it was like, it was it was just something different. Like I kept up with my like regular training, right? Right. I was doing my still, I was still doing my CrossFit <laughs> thing at the time, but it was just something different to put into the mix. Um, yeah. And you, kind of, yeah, you had an outside activity. Yeah. And, and I think that's like, I think that could be something enough to kind of liven up the routine a little bit where like, you know, if you train five days a week, for example, maybe one of those days is the day that you're like, I'm going to go do some slacklining instead. Yeah. Right. Because that's, that's a skill in its own right. And like, that's something hard for your brain to try and figure out. And it doesn't detract from like the overarching goal so much that you're going to like lose any progress that you might've had 
but it's like it's different enough that you'll still get some gains yeah. in a, a different way, hopefully. You know what's funny about that is you're saying that it's and I'm flashing back to like when I did CrossFit like 2013, 2014. I was playing softball as one of my exercise days. I was playing an adult league softball, yeah. and I was just like, I'm thinking back on it now. I was like, that like broke my routine up enough to where I was like. Two days CrossFit, one day softball, one day rest, two days CrossFit. And I was like, oh, man, that was, that was fun. And I think I've found that now is like my softball's now my golf. Like I like going to play golf to break it up. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And yeah. I, th- I think that rule this is kind of a, a, a little bit of a side tangent. Not that we're going to be known for that by any means. <laughs> but I think that same rule applies to just like in life in general mm-hmm. of like trying new things and being a beginner at things. Yeah. I don't know if I've referenced this before, but on here at least, uh, I know we've talked about it, but like I've recently got back into playing guitar mm-hmm. and it's been like years since I've played. Yeah. And so it's been really fun through like through the beginning process of this again, of like my fingers figuring out how the hell to move again, um, how to do this stuff, like coordinating right and left hand. Um, and then, you know, building on top of it and like, and then trying to relearn, like, not to say that I knew a lot about music theory, but trying to relearn about music theory, um, is really cool. Like trying to remember chords and all these fun things. Yeah. So like, and then relearning songs again is like pretty neat. So I'm just like, oh yeah, I remember, I remember being able to play this and now I'm like trying to learn how to play it again and maybe better. I mean, I also, it's been a little bit, thankfully I got some lessons coming up. Um, but like. Uh, earlier this year because I was like, I need to do something different. I started taking singing lessons. Ooh. Right? It's kind of fun. And I'm going to have to hear this. You will never hear me sing, by the way. How dare you? I am so self-conscious about my voice, uh, specifically my singing voice. I'm going to get you to sing to me. It'll be real hard. Good luck. That's what she said. You should see how many times I've been in like a karaoke room when my mouth will just be closed the entire time. Are you serious? 100%. Oh, my God. 100%. I'm the opposite. I'll sing every fucking song out of fucking tune if I can. Nope. Hard pass. I hate it. Why do you go karaoke then? It's usually because other people are going. Friends. So I'm not not choosing to go to karaoke. We're going to go to karaoke for your birthday, and you're going to have to sing. We can't. Why? Because you can't go to karaoke bars. Well, we have microphones here, so I guess you're going to have to do karaoke here. My birthday's coming up, by the way. Yes, it is. But point being is it's something new. Like, I'm very uncomfortable with it. Um, which is my own thing that I need to like overcome, but it's really, it's been really, really fun to like, I mean, that's a, that's a huge breakup in my routine, um, in just like my general day to day. And it's something really far out there of something that like I have, I have no experience on. Yeah. Like I do not, I understand musicality, mm-hmm. how to make my voice do certain things or how to like do just breathing with yeah. it and all of the other like aspects that come and play with it. Like I know nothing. And it's really, really cool and like very humbling to be like a true beginner at mm-hmm. something, you know, given like, and I, I like, I, I, I'm going to ramble for a sec, but, <laughs> but I talked about this with like, with some other people where it's like, it, there's something really cool about being a beginner, like being a true beginner, especially being a beginner as an adult, because we get so, we get so used to, and so accustomed to kind of our day-to-day routines, you know, whatever our career is, we get hopefully pretty good at it yeah and so and so you're not you're kind of perceived as an as an authority or an expert in some capacity based on whatever the hell you're doing you're used to that and then going to something that you know nothing about and trying to figure it out especially in a way where it's like 
your body like it's like your voice is the thing that every person has to interact with in some way shape or form for the most part and uh and now you're trying to like use it and move it in a way to like be musical it's so weird it's so wild and super fun like i I, i'm so excited i love it (laughs) i love it that sounds awesome like and my my music my vocal coach yeah it's kind of fun that's a kind of fun word to say my vocal coach uh, she is. You're so Hollywood. She is cool as hell. You're so Hollywood. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> like, I can't. I can barely play music. I can barely sing. I'm not even close to being Hollywood. So all you need is those two things because you already have the looks and the beard. Agents. Eight, wow. Call me. <laughs> DM us. Another yeah. rep podcast. Yeah. Another rep on podcast. Instagram. Yeah. You guys got us. Um, We're at Gmail. Another thing that I like to do now that I'm thinking about it is I love paddleboarding. I love stand up paddleboarding. Okay. I just wish I lived closer to like the marina or had my own board. OC's open, but you know, everything is fucking closed. Um, Orange County has these nice little. You can't shut down the ocean. You can't bro. shut down the OC. You can't. Uh, not the OC, the ocean. The ocean? You can't oh. close You the can't ocean. close the OC apparently either. Hey, no. There's a lot of people out there that. Orange County said no. Yeah, they said no. They said. And that was it? Fuck you, Newsom. No, but I love paddleboarding. I love the water. Actually, you know what I would love to do is actually take surf lessons. I would love to do that. Um, I tried when I was younger and I had like motion sickness on the water because I was just sitting on the board and going up and down and I paddled in and I was like, fuck this. I don't want to throw, throw up in the ocean. But, you know, being out on the water is like, that's, that's where I love to be is being out on the water. I love, I love swimming in the ocean. I love being at the beach. I love paddle boarding. Um, I would love to learn how to surf. Um, I used to love boogie boarding, body surfing. Yeah, I, I think... I think that would be another fitness refresher, fitness, fitness, fresher upper. Sure. Yeah. I, I think that would be a, a good uh, fitness replacement uh, as opposed to being stuck in the gym and to swap out my, uh, my uh, repetition. Yeah. Well, I mean like routine. If you, if you look at the, the beginnings of CrossFit, what they talk about going back to like level one, it's, it's a, it's a training methodology to help life mm-hmm. is realistically the goal. Yeah. So if you're not putting your fitness to use, then what the hell's the point? That's true. So I love it. Like, you know, when we first kind of started this, I was like, I don't know where I'm supposed where where I'm gonna go with this, but I'm glad we kind of started talking a little bit more because yeah. it's getting my brain thinking. <laughs> but no, that's a really great way. That's a real I think that's a really, really good way to go about it. Like being in the gym can be very again, if you're just kind of going through motions, mm-hmm. then yeah, it's gonna get monotonous and boring real quick, especially if you don't have you know, a partner, somebody that's can be accountable with you if you don't have like a coach or a, a clear cut goal. Right. So the gym can be really weird, even though you still might enjoy aspects of it, you can get bored. Yeah. And so if you can find something that's outside of that, that is still moving your body that you and you find some enjoyment in, well, that's a, that's pretty good to break up the routine and make and break up the routine in a good way where you can keep some, you know, keep the fresh. Yeah. So and that, that, that doesn't mean it has to be one day a week either. Like that could be multiple days. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. You're right. Like you don't have to prioritize the gym as, as the majority of your, of your workouts. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're, you, you say, for example, in a perfect world, you live closer to the ocean. Um, oh, I'll say ocean. <laughs> that requires too much of a setup of a, of, of a very weird joke. I've been making real bad references um. all day. <laughs> like wrong audience all night <laughs> so anyway the ocean 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 it's a it's a ralphie may joke oh ralphie Shout may out. anyway 
But for you, for example, in a perfect world, yeah. you lived close to the ocean. Gotta be amazing. That could be something where like, hey, uh, Monday, say just for example, like on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you're going to go to the gym. And on Tuesdays, you're going to go surfing. And on Saturdays, you're going to go golfing. Right. Oh, fuck. Like that sounds, that kind of sounds real fun. You just described my perfect life. That'd be amazing. There you go. Yeah. Right. And so, and so that's not necessarily completely detracting from one thing. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of, it's an addition to yeah. that can keep things alive yeah. in, a, in a positive way. Absolutely. But I think at the end of the day, like as long as you're moving and doing something, going back to lifestyle a little bit, right. I think as long as you're doing something new that is challenging you in a good way, I think that is like, that's fantastic. Whether it's trying to learn an instrument, trying to learn how to sing, like you want to try and write. But if you are able to, you know, just learn or practice something different that is challenging in a mental, physical, whatever, emotional way, I guess, whatever it might be, um, that's only going to be betterment to you nonetheless. Yeah. Both physically and mentally. Like you, you, yeah. you know, you you get that, I, like you, like you said, going back to being a beginner as an adult, it's, I, I get what you're saying. Like I, I, I get that joy. I understand that joy in, in being able to learn something new, especially uh, learn more about the, the science of, of fitness is just, it's as an adult, it's, it's rewarding because you are essentially a beginner. You're yeah. going into something. Well, for me and going into something that you only knew as an athlete, the perspective of like, I can do this physically, but from a coach's side, can I, mentally make someone else do this you know and and so yeah it's 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 absolutely rewarding to be able to learn something new and so what the one thing that i will say though that can potentially either be a good or a bad thing but i tend to err on the side of more bad is hopping from like so say you have a goal right Mm -hmm. you know what something what it is that you want to do so we'll We've talked CrossFit in the past, so let's say you know competition within CrossFit. The one thing I don't think you should do is hop from either program to program or from like coach to coach, yeah. Because you want because you just necessarily want like a quick or a different take, right? Uh, if anybody is kind of worth their weight, for the most part, they have some plan in mind and they're kind of thinking, you know, several steps ahead of like you know, this is the, the date of say, for example, this is the date of say said competition with, this is how we're going to plan to get you, you know, to the best possible place that you can be by that time. So if that's a year down the road, for example, and you are three months in and you switch coaches, well, you are now like, you're, you're losing midway through the plan, right. Or you hop programs or, or even arguably worse in my opinion, is if you are just doing a mashup of different Multiple, stuff. yeah. Which you know people, right? And so over in the CrossFit world, like we, you know, some of the free ones that exist out there, are like you have like Misfit, you have Comp Train, you have Invictus. And I know plenty of people who will just pick up, pick like, oh, I'm going to look at all three of these and I want to do that, that, and that for today. Yeah. Well, I can tell you the people who are creating those plans have a vision in mind of where these things will go. Regardless that it's meant for everybody, relatively speaking, there's still like an idea behind it of getting you to a certain point. Yeah. And so when you were just mashing up different pieces, like you were really losing the focus of any one of those individual like plans Mm -hmm. on their own. If you do have something kind of clear cut and you are working with a group or working with a person, stick with it for like a little bit of time and like try to at least see it through fruition from my side, having worked with people in the past who have like, you know, I've done programming for, or I've coached for, you know, whatever. 
and they're like a couple months, they're maybe like two months in and they're like, I'm going to go do this other thing. And I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah. Like, what the hell? <laughs> no, I, I've, I've, I've had that as a coach too, where it's like, I'll have a month, their first month written for them so they can take a look at it. And they'll tell me like, oh, this is too hard. Or, oh, what's the goal? And I'll, I'll, I'll give them the goal. And, and, you know, I'll be like, your goal is my goal. Like, so what you wanted is this is the process to it. And not even two weeks in, they're like, I'm going to go do something else. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's so frustrating from the coach's side. So I totally agree. Like you have to, and I, I was talking to, uh, on, on our Instagram, I re, I did that little questionnaire and, uh, uh, one of my friends reached out to me, um, Char, uh, owner of, uh, homegrown coffee. Uh, Ooh. yeah. There, she has bomb coffee. Um, right. I'm down. I yeah. want to try it. It, it. Yeah, if she ever reloads her store, that'd be great. Hint, 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 hint. Let us no. buy your coffee. But she was. We were talking about this, and she was saying that you know it's more or less you you have to trust the coach that you're going with. Like you, like you said, they have a plan. There's there's several steps ahead of your plan. Once you tell them your goal, your plan is two weeks ahead. Their plan is about two months ahead. They they have already got something for you. If not more, if not more, you know, a, a going back to the coaching perspective, when I was under your programming, if at, if at all I ever felt that I was getting too fatigued or if at all I ever felt, this, you know, something was redundant, you and I would sit down and talk about it. And I feel like that is another thing is when you trust the process of the coach, you, you also have to trust that you can talk to your coach and it's their responsibility. It's their responsibility to keep it fresh for you. But it's your responsibility to let them know how you're feeling throughout the program. Oh, don't even get me started on, <laughs> don't even get me started on like finding out like halfway through. And you and I both know somebody who they're like, oh yeah, my shoulder's been bothering me for the last like two months. And I like just randomly found out and I was like, hold on. <laughs> At what point did you think that it was a bad idea to not to keep to, that from to me? Keep that, like you thought it was a good idea to keep that from me? After like all of this time, yeah, kill me, yeah, kill me, yeah. No, uh, it's it's rough, and and you know, you always, I as a coach, we do our best to keep check in with our athletes, but as an athlete, you got to check in with your coach, especially if like, you know, you're feeling wore down. Like it's you know, we're we're not mind readers. Yeah, weird enough, right? Yeah, as much as I would love to be able to read minds, I can't. Yeah, that'd be a cool superpower. Yeah, I think it could it could be really fun, but then I feel like you would have the unfiltered truths. Oh. And so you'd be like, oh, man. Like, fuck. Because like, you're walking in and be like, asshole. Yeah, that's what you hear whispered through your ear. You're like, yeah. all right, I'm leaving. Like, will this guy cut his goddamn hair? <laughs> he looks like a fool. <sighs> Handsome fool. But yeah, no, they, you know, sticking with that freshness, it's, you know, it's when you're following the program, you got to trust the coach. And it's their job to to keep it fresh for you but yeah communication yeah communication is huge and yeah. and i think just to kind of add on to that there is trust mm -hmm. right there has to be some trust built yeah, into that absolutely and and from from like my side say work eventually working with somebody like my initial interactions like are kind of the the setup to kind of build at least a little bit of a framework of like you can trust me i will get you there and then it's i mean that that job never ends like you're you're always going to kind of like i'm always going to continue to try and reach out kind of prove myself um and make sure that they know that i have their best interest in mind mm. uh which is hard right that, that's a really it's a really challenging thing to do to be honest then on the flip side you know i have my own coach 
and I vetted the crap out of him. Yeah. And I still do all of the time. And I, I can almost guarantee that he probably is annoyed by me most of the time for how many questions I, well, a little bit less nowadays, but for how many questions I would ask were in the very, very first part. Like, man, I researched the crap out of him. Yeah. I listened to like every podcast or interview that he did. I like looked at the athletes that he worked with, um, did some deep dive in to see like, what are they doing? What have they been up to? Like, do they have any comments to yeah. say about this stuff? And, uh, and I vetted, I vetted so much until I was like, all right, cool. This guy's good. I got it. Like I'm on board. I right. felt, <laughs> I felt like I annoyed my coach before you Colin, And then I felt I annoyed you when I would ask you guys questions like, do you guys want it this way? Do you guys mean this way? Do you, how would you break this up? Like, what is your, I, I felt like I was like, cause I, you know, being a coach, I was like, I don't want to ask my coach this. Cause, I love that shit. Oh, I know. I, I know you do. But I, I feel like as a, as a coach athlete, I was just like, I should know this, but I kind of want to ask. Oh no, <laughs> dude. I love that. Like I, I couldn't, I said, I eventually this just became common verbiage for me to just be like, annoy me, yeah. annoy me with questions because there is not a way, there's not a chance that you can you can do too much in my opinion. Right. Because there's, if that's the case, right, if there are so many questions, that means I have failed somewhere where I didn't explain myself well enough. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I didn't write it out clearly enough um, or set like the expectations and kind of what I was hoping for. So if there's that many questions, then that makes me reevaluate how I'm doing stuff so I can kind of preemptively answer them for you. Yeah. But at that same point, like, I love that stuff. Like, I probably should ask my coach a little bit more when he like sends me stuff and I'm just like, what, what type of superhero do you think I am <laughs> to be able to accomplish this? But like, sure, I'll give it a go. Yeah. Uh, or something that was like, kind of like there, one of my favorite of like, just again, going back to why we need to ask questions. So he is from Australia. So kilos is the, the common verbiage kilos, there. Kilos, see weightlifting. He he programmed this thing out and I don't blame him. Like it's fun. I like, I laugh at it, but he made a, he made a, uh, wrote out this like rowing piece that I had to do, but it was, I perceived it as pounds where <laughs> he took it as kilos mm -hmm. and the workout was like this, like rowing for like Watts or, or something. And it was, and I tried, like I did the math and I was like, this is really high. And I was like, okay, I can do this on the bike. So maybe I could do it on the rower. Yeah. And I like started rowing. I was like, oh, I'm really far away. Okay, hold on. I just like took a breath, like tried to like, I was like, all right, I got to, I got to go like way harder. So I tried to go harder. And I was like, I am so far away. And I was like, who tested this workout? <laughs> I was like, this is not, this is not possible. <laughs> and so then I was like, all right, one more time, like rest a little bit. I was like, all right, I'll try this. And I'm like, I'm going to max sprint as hard as I possibly can on this rower. Like essentially for anybody who knows rowing, I was like pulling like a, like a 130, like 500 pace and still not hitting this number. That's insane. And I was just like, what is happening? Who is this person? How is this even possible? Like, there's no way. And I like shot him this message. He's like, oh, my bad. He's like, yeah, that's supposed to be in kilos. And I was like, uh, <laughs> like that, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so anyway, point being, I definitely need to ask some more questions when I look at something and I was like, this is an impossible task. Yeah. <laughs> and it literally was because it was literally twice as hard. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 2.21, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So it was 2.2% or 2.2 times harder than what I needed to yeah, try. Absolutely. <laughs> I, you know what? And, and, and going back to the, the coach athlete relationship, I, like I would say within the first month of me asking you questions, I got more comfortable because it became more 
it, it became less me feeling I was uh, antagonizing you with these questions. And it became more of like, challenge me, give me a goal to reach. Like on a lot of the workouts, I'd be like, Hey, what's your ideal goal for me on this? And you would give me a time and that would give me that drive to be like, I'm going to beat your time. Like, I know you, you would, you would set it within my range and you would tell me, you know, you know, realistically, just give it your best. And then I'd be like, no, fuck that. Like I would get into the gym, like, no, fuck that. I mean, he told me 18, I'm gonna get fucking 16 and I would get 1730. And I'd be like, well, I, I fucking beat my time. <laughs> but yeah, no, like, yeah, that, that, that was, th- those are fun little motivators. Yeah. I always enjoyed like some of that. Cause I, like, I tend to, I, I tend to test like aspects of anything that I would give out to somebody, mm-hmm. which is so convenient, like having worked, like worked adjacent to a gym yeah. all this time. I mean, I guess in a gym at any point in time, but it was always really fun to, because I'd be like, all right, this is like, this is kind of where we're at. I'm like, does this combination work? And I remember like Corey would always just be like, where are you going? I was like, I gotta go test something really quick. <laughs> and I like, he'll like open up the door and I'm just like skiing and doing like rant, like some random movement yeah, or like rowing and like trying to do a pull up. And I'd like come back in and like sit back down on the computer. He's just like, what is that? I was like, I just need to make sure that this is even feasible. <laughs> Um, I was like, it worked in my head, but I needed to see what it felt like. So that way somebody else can like, I can explain it to them. So it was always really fun. So I, I would like test things. Yeah. And so then I could be like, okay, this is like knowing, say like knowing you be like knowing Eric, I think he could, you know, based off of what I felt like he'd probably be able to do this. Like, I know this is a little bit more of a weakness for him. So like, it was like a, a my best educated guess. And I would always like pat my, like a lot of patting myself on the back. A lot of times when I'd like do something, you'd be like really close and I'd be like, damn. I'm like, am I that good or did I just get really lucky? <laughs> and so it's like running through my head where I'm like, mm, I'm just going to take it as I'm awesome and uh, just like play that one up and see what happens. <laughs> I think I think one of my favorite workouts was um, and, and then uh, conversations with you was like, uh, I think it was this. It was a skier, box jump and snatch workout that you had me do. It was like a tr- like the, that tr- triple um, and it was for rounds. And I think I asked you, I was like, how many rounds do you think I can realistically do in this time frame? Because it wasn't a long workout. It was, it was meant to be fast and hard. And I think you told me five. Give five a good go. And I think I walked back into the, into the office saying, I almost hit eight. <laughs> and I, I was just like, I, you know, from there, I was just like, I was like, all right, Ryan thinks I can do five. I'm going to get five. I was, like, I was like, you know, in my mindset, I was like, I'm fucking tired. This workout looks like it's going to be savage. I'm going to do five. Five minutes in, I was on round three, and I was like, well, I've got a lot of time left. <laughs> Let's see how far I can go. See if I can do yeah, this. Yeah, and I, I think I walked in fucking excited. I was just like, Ryan, guess what I got? I got eight. <laughs> or almost eight. Suck it. Suck it, B. But, you know, this is a win for you. It's a win for me, so. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's true. No, it, it was always that was always fun. Like the the trying to guesstimate times was was always like a really fun challenge. Because like if I if I'm like on if I if I was ever on, I'd look like a genius. Yeah. Or I would be like way off. It, it, but there's like a downfall to that too. Because if I was like if I asked, estimated too high and like someone came like re, like if you got like way below it, you'd be yeah. like, oh man, I really failed. Them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would have felt so crushed. <laughs> yeah. It's like all right, you're gonna do ten rounds, and you're like, I got four. <laughs> And I'm like, ooh, whoops, really misjudged that one. But then again, it comes down to that that con- con- conversating. conversating. It comes down to talking to your coach. Uh, because I've come in on days and I've let you know, like, hey, I've had a really bad day. Can we alter this? Yeah. And you will switch it out to make sure that I get fucking 10 rounds. Like, all right, let's switch this out or drop the weight or do this. 
but I want those 10 rounds. And I was like, all right, I, I'll do that. And I'll give you your fucking 10 rounds. And then I'm like, all right, I'm fucking, I'm out of here. <laughs> and bye. Yeah. But no, again, it comes back to communicating. Yeah. Yeah. Adding just kind of to wrap that portion up. Yeah. I think if you have the ability to have conversation with somebody like a coach or, you know, what, whoever is going to be guiding or leading you in some capacity, mm. uh, the more that you can talk, the better, because that will, that will only, and, th- and this is why I asked for questions so many times because, and feedback and just like talking about it is because the more that I understand about you, the better I can continuously like refine and make like what you were, you were doing each and every day. Yeah. Make it a little bit better, a little bit cleaner, like just tight, tighten it up that much more having more information about you. Mm -hmm. And so if you have the ability to do that, like you annoy them. Yeah. Plus if you're paying them, hell yeah. yeah. Like you better, you better annoy the shit out of them. Like (laughs) by every account, like, that's what they're there for. That's yeah. what I was here for. I'm paying you to annoy you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you have the ability to do it, like talk as much as you possibly can, because that will keep things lively. And especially if you are like, I'm getting bored. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we've had that conversation. We had that conversation at one point where like, I'm kind of bored with the CrossFit stuff. Yeah. You're like, all right, cool. What do you want to work on? Yeah. Like what's something you want to do? Yeah. I think, and then we went to like accessories and I told you, I was like, we I were doing handstands. fucking muscle up. Well, handstands too. But I was like, I told you, I want a fucking muscle up before I fucking stop CrossFitting. I want a muscle up. Yeah. And so we're like, sweet, let's work on it. Yep. Right. And we were talking about, I think we were also adding, if I remember correctly, we started doing like handstand work Yep. and we were working on like handstand walking. That was kind of towards like the trail end of it yeah. anyway. Um, but those were fun because you made me go upside down on the wall, the wrong, well, I was facing the wrong way and I've never done that before. And it, I felt so out of my comfort zone. But by the time that I was free stand walking and holding myself in place, like it all made sense. So I was like, oh, this is why. Yeah. Yeah. There's a plan. There's a plan. But, Who knew? But yeah, right. Wild. But even talking about it, like, you know, you were like, all right, I did my open thing. Like, I did a little bit of the competition thing. Like, I want to do something different. I'm kind of getting bored. Yeah. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah. What the hell can you possibly, like, what is it that you want to do? Let's yeah. work on it. But Because that was like, at, the, at that point, like, you know, there was, there were several people from the gym that I was working with and it was all, it was all over the place in, which was awesome. It was so much fun for me going from like bodybuilding to like like kind of a, a functional bodybuilding um, or like this, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call and it. And rehabbing. You were writing a couple of rehab programs too. And rehab stuff like, and you know, the coaches weren't able to modify the programming for the gym, which was a weird concept. So I was yeah, doing modified hard. class workouts for people that let that sink in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cause the coaches couldn't do it. So that was frustrating. Yeah. But yeah, it was, I mean, it was all over the place. So it, it was super fun um, and it was really challenging because I was, it was really like pushing and again, doing stuff that, you know, different to liven up the routine a little Absolutely, bit. Yeah. You know, I was put out there in, in a bunch of different ways where I was like, okay, there's something that I've like, some of these things I've never, never done myself before, but I was like, I am, I'm going to figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. So one of them was somebody wanted to learn how to do a planche, 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 planche. One, one of the two. Essentially it's a, the gymnastics thing where you are, you're like doing almost like a floating push-up with like on your hands. Oh, that's cool. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're like levit well, not levitating. Yeah, you're but like you're hovering your hands on are, your hands. Yeah. 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 So someone wanted to learn how to do that. Fuck. And I was like, okay. I was like, all right, done. And so like I bought this like gigantic book. It's like nine hundred pages. Jesus. Of like pure gymnat like pure bodyweight gymnastics based training. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I gotta like I gotta plow through this. Like read through all these things and I was like which is probably a funny thing to admit to. Like I was like two weeks ahead 
of the dude that I was teaching how to do these things. Oh shit. Because I was like, <laughs> all right, I got to figure out how to do it. Yeah. So they can figure out how to do it. And so, and I was like practicing along it. Cause and so, cause I used to do like, you know, we, we would do like exercise videos and I would post like these videos yeah. within so like people can see like what we're looking for. And so I was like, nobody else I know can do this that like worked within the company. So I was like, I have to be the one to do it. Mm. So I had to like actually build up the ability to like do some of the, even the exercises that I was going to have this dude do later God. on. <laughs> now. Okay. So ta- touching on that, was this, this about the same time you asked Kat and I to go to the gym, the gymnastics classes with you when we did like the tumbles and shit? No, 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 no. Oh, cause that would, that was fun. No, I just I just wanted to go to a gymnastics oh, class. Oh fuck, because that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was super fun until until my, you until tore my hands your exploded. Fucking... <laughs> I don't. I you didn't see the like. I mean, you kind of came in towards the trail end. I when, cleaned it up what when do you, you mean? were in the bat when 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 I was in the bathroom and yeah. there was blood everywhere. Yeah, it looked like a butcher shop. So so I was on. We were we were practicing on the. I wanted to learn how to do. Um, it, I think it's called a front uprise. The, is that the technical term for the, for the muscle up? Essentially, dude, you're asking the wrong person. A glide kit. That's what. It's That's called. what it was. Yes. Sorry. So I want to learn how to. Do, I wanted to actually learn how to do a glide kit. We were practicing on the the uneven bars, which are like super chalky wood bars, mm-hmm. and I was just bare handing it. Which is the frustrating part is I even said I should probably go grab my. You grips. did yes, I, I, right before because I was like my hands are getting a little raw. Like I don't know about this. So did one and I like felt it. And it was like the skin on both of my palms just ripped off. Uh, yeah, and, and we're not talking just like the typical muscle up tear or the or the pull up tear. No, it was like a like a inch and a half square yeah, of my hand of was his palm was flapping missing. both hands. Yeah, and so so I like I remember I remember throwing my hands up, being like, "Oh my god, I can't believe that!" And I was like, "I feel like I felt something come off of my hand." And I look down, and it's just like pooling blood in my palm. Yep. And I look at my other hand, pooling blood in my palm. So I'm like cupping one hand to catch the blood from the other hand. And I'm like staying there. And I was like, where's the bathroom? Somebody help me. <laughs> There's like no person to be found. And, and I had to like crawl like over something. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the, like the, the running the, trampoline. Like the tumble track. Yeah. So I had to like crawl over that while like making sure I didn't just like dump bleed dump everywhere. blood everywhere. Oh my god, it was the worst. Yeah, it was a that was horrible. That was that was a sight. It was horrible. That was a bloody mess. But no, I when I was when I was younger, we had uh, some of my friends. We were they were we were a little uh, roughhousey, mm-hmm. and so we oftentimes would accidentally kick or punch holes into a wall oh, that okay. we would eventually have to fix. Yeah, and so one of our friends' moms would just rent do like there was a like gymnastics place by us and they would just pay for us to do she would just pay for us to do like open gym hell yeah so that way we can get like all of our like flipping and like pain out of the way and so i was just i was just like oh that was super fun i really want to go back and do that mostly for trampoline i just wanted to play on a trampoline you didn't even get to run and jump on the trampoline huh no because no, we were about to do it yeah and then we you, were like seconds yeah. from like going into the trampoline so we can go into the foam pit yep and i destroyed my hands yep but no, I just really like, I just enjoy doing it and it's fun. Like there's just stuff at gymnastics gyms that don't really exist anywhere else except those places that yeah. are just like super fun to play on. Yeah. And that's all I really wanted to do. Yeah. That, that, to rub it in your face, that, that trampoline, trump, tumble mat was <laughs> getting to dive into the foam pit was fucking awesome. Yeah. It's super fun. <laughs> I love it. It takes me back to like diving days, oh. except just water. 
Oh, I uh, I wanted to uh, thank and give a shout out to um, Ashley and Jazz. Ashley reached out and said that she, to keep her routine fresh, she does uh, five days a week. Four of them are uh, lifting, mandatory. She makes herself lift four days a week. And on that fifth day, um, she does CrossFit just to get in some of that conditioning. Doesn't even have to be heavy, but she says that it, it gives her, it helps give her a break from her lifting routine and yep. it livens it up for her. Totally. That's perfect. Right. Yeah. And that, that kind of goes back to what I was saying is that, you know, Olympic weightlifting is boring. <laughs> you're like nodding, you're nodding your, I was like, how long do I want to lead you on with this? Cause you're like nodding your head in agreement. Right. And you're like, yeah, yeah, no, the, what you're about to say is going to be awesome. Uh, uh, <laughs> god damn it okay and then uh olympic weightlifting is not boring no what Um, all uh, the only reason (laughs) i love olympic weightlifting it's one of my favorite aspects of like part of what i do in training because it's it's i love the technicality of it it's more so that i just i watch people who do weightlifting and i was like what are you doing today they're like oh i'm gonna squat okay and then like the next day the next day and they're like what are you gonna what are you doing tomorrow i'm gonna press and i'm gonna work on my cleans (laughs) oh cool and then it's like Wednesday. And I was like, what are you doing? I'm squatting again. But this time I'm from the front. And I'm going to work on my snatch. Okay. And like, right, it's just, it's like, there's like, I, I understand that there are a lot of nuance to this. So I'm definitely just, I'm just taking the piss out of oh it. Oh my God. But it, it like, you know, I've, I've done Olympic weightlifting as well. But it's more, it's just kind of fun to rag on. Because oh, it's like, yeah. it's three lifts. Yeah. And that's kind of all you're practicing. That, that's, yeah. So. I mean, obviously there's more to it. For those who love Olympic weightlifting, please don't get offended. (laughs) First of all, we don't give a fuck because we'll make fun of everything. But second of all, please don't get offended. Obviously, we're we're coaches and we're having fun and we're joking about it. (laughs) Olympic weightlifting can be boring, but I love it. Um, Then Jess uh, reached out and said that she is doing a strength training program with just kettlebells and dumbbells. And she's doing it three days a week. And the thing that makes it fun for her is that she is getting to do low weights, and high reps with friends. So like she's she's got a buddy or a partner to do it with. Like she's not doing it by herself. So she has her coach to give her that guidance and the motivation, but she also has friends or a friend or friends to do it with as well. Hell yeah. Well yeah. That, that's another thing too, like that I we didn't even touch on is you can you can be doing the same thing, but if you add like friends to the mix or like somebody that you like enjoy being around, yeah. that that's enough to like change the change your mental like your mental view and just like your general like viewpoint of like what it is that you're doing Mm -hmm. right like i know we've referenced this and we're probably gonna reference it a bajillion more times i i almost exclusively work out alone yeah and that's kind of like i've kind of grown accustomed to that but it's a little bit more of a it just kind of works out that way but when we were able to get the group get like a big group together and we were able to train on like saturdays like that was super fun um, at least for me, like, and I did it purely out of just for myself. Yeah. <laughs> like it was great to see everybody, but like, it was more so like having some people there, you know, better, th- like, especially some of the people that were better than me, but then even just having like friends that can like just shoot the shit while we're, you know, hanging out yeah. was so much like such a, an extra level of like mental stimulation for me to like, it made me during the week want to work hard mm-hmm. because then when it came by like Saturday in my own like weird like warped mind i was like i'll be in better shape and then i'll be able to beat them <laughs> right even though it doesn't work that way but i was like i'm gonna put in the work now i'm like so i'm gonna kick their ass when they come when everyone comes in and works out with me on saturday yeah so the, the, but it was like if you can get, grab some like friends that you enjoy being around i know i, I know i keep cutting you off because you're like trying to say something <laughs> <laughs> sorry so but even like 
you know, at the old gym, yeah. we, we like there used to be like the Friday like training days. Yeah. And it was like this kind of group that would work out and I would never do their stuff. All right. I was just doing my own thing off to the side. Right. But they were doing they were off doing their own thing. But just the fact that like there were some friends that were in the same room, we were all working out and like our rest times would usually like there are transitions and between like different portions of the workout would usually match up and we'd be able to sit down, like chat, shoot the shit, have a bunch of fun. Yeah. And then like go back and like we would do our own separate things. Yeah. And it was super, super fun. And I like just that alone was awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I was going to touch on, on, on our Saturday sessions is like you, you know, you said that, you know, it doesn't work that way. And I, I want to call bullshit because for some reason come Saturday, you would put more effort into the Saturday workout with us, with, with the friends versus like, if it was you, me and Mikey training, like, yeah, obviously those were like the qualifiers. I don't know. I, I feel like you had more people to compete against on the Saturdays. So you were like, Oh yeah. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking smash. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put you to shame. I'm going to put you to shame. And like, we had a couple high caliber athletes in there with us. Well, yeah. And, and the cool thing, the cool thing about that Saturday group was there were people that were really good at like very different things. Yeah. Right. So like we had some people who were good at like more of the gymnastics based stuff. We had some people who were more like who were like freak strong. Yeah. Or like just general conditioning was a little bit better. And, and so, then you had me. And then Eric was there. Yeah. I don't know what I was doing there, but I was there. <laughs> I had protein shakes. You had protein shakes. Yeah. You're fun. You're fun to be around. Like, I could talk it, shit. You could talk a lot of shit. Yeah. So it was awesome. So but like but point being is that everybody was like kind of there were certain people that were really good at certain aspects. And so for me kind of knowing that my ideal was training for competition, like whenever something would come up, I would be able to gauge off of, you know, these different groups mm -hmm. or this different person of like, how am I in comparison? Yeah. Right. So could I keep up with, you know, a, or could I keep up with B or could I beat them? Yeah. Um, and that was like my litmus test of like, all right, I'm getting better at these things. So that that's, it was very much like selfish of me to, put that together like it wasn't to, it really wasn't just to get a bunch of friends together that was more of a side. that was a secondary that was like a secondary <laughs> bonus the really the first bonus was like i need some people who are better than me at certain things and i need to try and beat them yeah and, and you know <laughs> and for the most part i think that was another time where i was like kind of weaning off that crossfit i was like i yeah. you know i'm here and there and then when you threw that out to me i was like ooh, that sounds fun so that's you know all wrapping it all the way around that kept it fresh for, for when I was fully or still vested in my CrossFit days. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it, it was simple. I think it was the kind of the cool thing, like, to just get some friends together. And uh, even today, like, you know, a lot of gyms are closed. Um, you know, people are still kind of forced into training at home. Um, but there's still really simple ways to make that work. Mm -hmm. um, you know, two people in particular and some of that I work with, like, you know, I don't see them very often, but it's one of these guys that have been we've worked with for quite a while and then you know the shutdown happened and he still wanted to do some training and so he connected with a like a guy that he was starting to make friends with at the gym and so at least like once or twice a week they'll hop on a zoom call and just do their workout that's badass right and it's like it all like it's a little bit of accountability but then it's also at the same time like they get to hang out yeah like get a good chat like they go through a workout together they kind of push each other and that's it like it's not that it's not that big of a change, mm -hmm. right? And, and it's it's free. Yeah, right? the the Zoom stuff Zoom is, is free. Yeah, free for forty for the minutes. most part. Yeah, so you don't have to get super crazy and do like you don't have to do these big extravagant things to make just a little bit of a change that is just enough outside of like what your normal routine was to yeah. make it just a little bit better. 
right? The ocean's free. You, ocean's can, go to, you free. can go to the ocean. Yeah. Do whatever you want out there. Well. For the most part. For the most part. Yeah. But. You know what we should do? Go surfing? Well, I was going to say surfing. Well, we, we could definitely go surfing. I don't know how to surf. Neither do I. Yeah. We should. We could go surfing. I still, like, I want to go paddle boarding so bad. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's fine. Yeah. I'm down. I actually, I know somebody who, who would be more than happy. To teach us how to surf? To teach us, to teach us some surfing. Fuck yes. 100%. Absolutely. I'm down. And then that same person is also a uh, professional surfer named Kelly Slater. Uh, that would be, how wild would that Fuck. be? If I was like, yeah, I know that. I know that. I know this dude. I know this guy. You might, you might know his him. Name's Kelly. Kelly Slater, yeah. maybe. No. Like three-time world champion. Surfing. Yeah, right. No. I might be wrong on that number. I have no idea. I think it's more. I just know the name. No, but the same person is also a like very high level ski instructor. Oh shit. I have only ever skied one time in my life. I've never and skied. I, I put an asterisk around that because <laughs> that's a it's such a silly story. But yeah, my first skiing experience was in Wisconsin. Ah. You know. You know. The beautiful mountain ranges of Wisconsin. Yeah. The mountains of cheese. Yeah. The the cheese curds. <laughs> There's no mountains, in case you're curious. They're bunny slopes. If that. If that. They're very large hills. Yeah. It's not a mountain. It's no. so dumb. Anyway, point being. And they're made of cheese. And they're made of cheese. It's very weird. Uh, so, but that was my only experience. And I didn't, like, I was tempted to hire, like, just do, like, a half-day, like, training. Yeah. Just because I was like, I don't want to kill myself. Right. And I would appreciate, like, having some form of understanding of how to do this. So, instead, I did the smart thing and watched a bunch of YouTube videos. Oh, nice. So, internet expert. Yeah. I would love to actually, like, learn how to do that. Skiing? Yeah. I would, I think I would rather pick up snowboarding. I, you know what? Huh. I, st- I used to, like, I used to skateboard. Yeah. As we go through this, I feel like you're going to learn a bunch of, like, weird, weird stuff about uh-huh. me that I've done. Uh-huh. And it's going to sound like I'm making it all up, but I swear <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I, having known you for as long as I know you, I don't think, <laughs> I, there, there's probably nothing you could tell me that you've done that would, I, I'd feel like, oh, he's making that, he's fucking full yeah. of shit. Maybe. Maybe I'll try and trick you one of these days. Oh, man. Two truths and a lie. Ooh. I don't feel comfortable playing that <laughs> uh, where people can hear me. <laughs> so I used to skateboard. And so when we went to the beautiful hills of Wisconsin for our ski trip, mm-hmm. the, one of the guys that was with, he was like, you, he's like, I've, we, we've skated before. Like, you can, you can do it. Like, it's no different. And I was like, I'm pretty sure it's very I don't different. think it translates that way. Not that well. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I'm pretty sure it's not the case. I was like, but... Who cares, yeah. right? It, the, the way that the, this, like, this place worked is you can just swap it out whenever you want it. Oh, that's cool. So I was like, I started with skiing because I was like, I feel like that's, you know, quote unquote easier, mm-hmm. which I, it was just a lot. It was, I was able to pick that up a, like a hell of a lot faster. Yeah. And so then I was like, all right, well, you know, let me try snowboarding. Like, let me see if I can do this. And it was like, it took one time down like the bunny slope, like the very beginner slope, which is like a, like that much of it, like... <laughs> Like a 2% decline. Yeah. And uh, I like tried to stop, couldn't figure it out, spun too far around. Oh. And my like my heels like caught. Yeah. And it like jettisoned me like backwards. And I oh, like shit. landed flat on my back. Like, thank God I was wearing a helmet. Yeah. Because I like cracked my head on the ground. Wow. And I like laid there for a second and my friends were like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm done. I'm done snowboarding. Never mind. I just thought I was like, both your legs are strapped. In, both your feet are strapped into the board. Yeah. You don't have that they capability don't, they don't, of... They don't clip out. Yeah. Like uh, in skiing. Never mind. I'm good. I'll ski. <laughs> yeah, I need both my feet. Because like on a surfboard, your feet can move. On, on, a, on a snowboard, you, your feet are the board. Yeah. Yeah. 
So again, I don't know that I'm a good experience on this one. Mm -hmm. I've only like, I've literally done it one time. Yeah. One day's worth. So I, that's one day's worth more than me. Yeah. So, I mean, which is, which is true. Yeah. Uh, I don't like the snow. Why? Because the snow gets in your pants and your boxers and in your socks and everything's wet and cold. What are you talking about? The snow. I hate the snow. What are you wearing when you're going that you're getting it in your boxers? It's in your snow underwear. Pants? What? But when you slide down and you fall off the, the toboggan or the little shell thing when you're a kid. And I had a bad experience when I was a kid. Apparently. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to teach you how to tuck your shirt in. So that way it doesn't go into your pants. I don't think I've tucked my shirt in since I had a, like an interview. <laughs> or when I'm wearing a suit. I take that back. I always tuck my shirt in when I wear a suit because it looks good. Sure. Yeah. I'll teach you how to wear winter gear appropriately. Thank you. You're very welcome. Yeah. I, I don't think I own a single piece of winter gear because California winters. California winters are just fall. That's right. I, like I said, I don't own a single piece of winter gear. I have a beanie. Does that count? It's a thin you're, beanie you're, too. You're more of the fashion beanie that you wear over your ear, or a, like on top of your ears. It's a rogue beanie. I actually cover my ears. Oh, yeah, good because my ears get cold. You're not one of them. No, I'm not one of them. I'm so excited for win, quote unquote winter mm-hmm. because I finally get to wear sweatpants. I oh. love sweatpants. I I, I have um, some Lulu sweatpants, some Lulu joggers. I don't know what they are. Bougie mofo. Oh man, they're so comfortable. They're so soft. I got like some TJ Maxx brand like oh. knockoff Reeboks. Nice. You know you get a discount if you sign up, right? At TJ Maxx? No, at Lulu. Yeah, I have yeah. that. Oh. But there's still, it's like $100. It's like $120. For yeah, a but then of, like, you take pants. off like the, your discount. It's like $86. Oh. Yeah. You know how much of those, how much the sweatpants I get from like TJ Maxx are? $8. Yup. <laughs> I can buy 10 pairs of sweatpants. But they're not as soft. Hell yes, they are. No. Are you kidding me? No. My sweatpants are awesome. My sweatpants are better than yours. They just, I'll wear them next time. They just have, they just have like a little, like, yeah. Like generic, it, it, generic it, it, omega sign, <laughs> right? Because Lulu believes that they are the both alpha and omega. Well, do they have the alpha? They just have the omega. I don't care. No, oh. it's just omega. I'm just trying to make a point <laughs> that they have a superiority complex. Well, I, they're they're their the, stuff is superiorly softer from the boon the boom of athleisure. <laughs> You're not fooling anybody. That's soft. But anyway, point yeah. being, point being, I could buy some. So, uh, it's it's sweatpant weather for me. I'm super stoked. I can't wait because I'm the weirdo who's wearing sweatpants and like a tank top. You know what's weird too? As I will wear shorts in the winter until it gets to the 40s. But it never, it almost never gets that cold. Sometimes it gets to the 40s. Sometimes. 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 But then again, what am I doing out at night wearing shorts? So probably also being not. comfortable is the That's answer. That's true. Yeah. That's true. All right. Do you have anything else to add? I don't. To I don't. I don't think so. I think I've shouted out who I would shout out, and I think we've come full circle on our keeping it fresh, like Subway, like Subway. Yeah, with their not bread, with bread, their sugar loaf <laughs> in Denmark. Depending on when, the, depending on when this comes out, this might be topical or not. <laughs> so we'll find out. Yeah. Anyway, so Eric, where can people find us? Um, you guys can find us on the internet. And more specifically, you can find us at our Instagram on another period rep period podcast, or you can reach out to us at our Gmail at another rep podcast at gmail.com. And you can listen to us wherever podcasts are listened to. Woo. Woo. All right. See you later. Bye.